Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Wonderful to be with you here today. And it's always good to start the week or with a good thought. And I hope your thoughts are open and promising for this show because you're going to love this show. You know, we're going to be talking about transitions as we always do. And my guest today is one that has gone through her transitions and is sharing with us how she maneuvered that transition. I just returned from a retreat weekend. It was very interesting that when you take yourself out into the country, you're totally isolated. You're with a new group of people. And you sort of start to calm down. And so that was what I experienced as I was at a retreat area center in um, California. And as I re-entered yesterday, coming back by plane, I realized that I was stressing more and more as the day went on. And it was just such a worrisome thing, that we live our lives so much with stress and frustration. Needless to say, as when I got home and I could finally take the breath and sit down in my comfy chair, sleep in my comfy bed, did I find some calm to return to my life. So... It's always interesting to me that we live in such a stressful world as we do today. And it's worth keeping in mind that we must work and concentrate on trying to calm our spirits and to find ways to calm our spirits. Well, my guest today is going to provide us with some great information. Her name is Allison Carmen, and she is an author, life coach, business consultant, and blogger. She is the author of The Gift of Maybe, and this book is full of hope and possibilities that we can use when we're facing the uncertainty of life. She works with entrepreneurs and owners of multi-million dollar companies, as well as artists, attorneys, and parents. Allison embraces the mindset of maybe to deal with the fast pace, changing economic picture, and political landscape that we are all exposed to in the world today. 
She writes a blog for the Huffington Post and Psychology Today. Now, Allison holds a, a BA in accounting, a Juris Doctor of Law, and a Master's of Law in Taxation. Wow, Allison. <laughs> All those, wow, Allison. Those are wonderful. She lives in New York City with her husband and two children. She's going to talk to us today about spending her years fighting the powerful addiction. And I welcome her to this show so you can tell us more about your journey with your addiction, Allison. Welcome. Oh, Joyce, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Well, you know, when you talk about addiction, our ears always perk up because we naturally go toward uh, drug addiction or something like that. But your addiction was a little different. Not, I'm not taking away the stress or the importance of it, but it was a little bit different. What? Tell us about the addiction that you were living with. Well, I always say that I was addicted to certainty. If I didn't know what was going to happen next in my life, I projected things were going to be bad or they weren't going to work out. And I think a lot of people in society have this addiction. We're so afraid we're not okay. We're so worried that the unknown is going to offer us something bad. And what we do in order to make ourselves feel better is we write stories about what needs to happen for us to be okay. We might say, I need to have this job till I retire. I need to have this amount of money in the bank when I'm 50. My child needs to go to this college to be okay. And these Mm. stories, they make us feel better, and we we hold them really close to our heart. But then when the unexpected happens, we lose the job, we don't have the money, our child doesn't get into that college, we spin out of control, and we feel we're doomed and things will never get better. And I live most of my life like that. The minute I didn't know or the minute something unexpected happened, I just spun totally out of control. So I started Mm -hmm. to write these stories. And the biggest story that I wrote was that, and I wrote it, started writing it as a teenager, that because I couldn't handle uncertainty, I was going to become a lawyer. I was going to get a job at a really large law firm, make a ton of money, marry this great guy. The balloons were going to come down, and I would have nothing more to worry about. I would be set. And I pursued mm-hmm. these goals. I married mm-hmm. the guy. I went to law school. I got the big job, you know, overlooking Central Park. And I remember mm-hmm. walking to work my first day saying, I've arrived. And sure enough, the second day of work, my office mate comes in and says, Hey, Allison, did you hear they're firing half the first years? And I was a first year. And all of a sudden I realized, yes, I was never going to catch this thing. I was never going to find that place where I had certainty. And it was a very difficult moment because I couldn't even tell a story anymore. I realized the unknown was always going to be with me, and I couldn't sleep. And I started to feel sick from not sleeping, and my worry increased. And I went on like this for a very long time, just always stressed, always worried, always feeling doomed when I didn't know, until one day I heard this beautiful story. And it was about a farmer. And he had a horse, and his horse ran away. And his neighbor came by and said, you have the worst luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day the horse came back with five mares. And the neighbor comes by and says to the farmer, you have the best luck. And the farmer says, maybe. But the next day, the farmer's son is on the horse. He falls off and breaks his leg. And the neighbor comes by and says, you have the worst luck. And the farmer says, maybe. But the next day, the army comes to take his son to war, but they can't take him because his leg is broken. And the neighbor comes by and says to the farmer, you have the best luck. And the farmer says, maybe. 
And in the Taoist tradition, that story means things are neither good or bad, they change. But for me, when I heard that story, I actually felt a pop in my chest as if I was liberated. I was always Mm -hmm. worried that when something bad happened, it could never change. And that story just reminded me that life always has changes and this, this concept of maybe that is always with us. So I went home that day after I heard that story and I was worried, I don't have enough clients. How am I going to make more money? And I just started to play with this idea. Maybe things will change. Maybe my thoughts aren't true. Maybe everything is still okay. And it took me from this very cramped place in my mind where I had one fear to this open place where I recognize the unknown has hope, it has possibility, and that's where my life is going to change. And it was all with this one little word called maybe. Yeah. It was interesting while I was uh, reading your book yesterday um, that I sort of sat with that word. You know, I sort of I thought of a situation and I thought, maybe. And it it is it's that word would you understand what I meant if I said the word seems so light to me? Yes. It's like oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it was wonderful. I enjoyed it. It's a breath of fresh air, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a breath of fresh air and it's so beautiful because it doesn't demand anything of us. See, if someone comes up to you and says, oh, Joyce, don't worry, just stay positive. If we're afraid of the unknown, it's going to be Uh hard for us to hold the positive thoughts because the minute something that scares us happens, like we wake up in the morning, I'm going to get a lot of clients today, I'm going to have a great date tonight, my child's going to make the play. And if by noon you didn't get the client, the date cancels and your child doesn't make the play, if you're afraid of uncertainty, all those positive thoughts or all those Mm -hmm. optimism, it's going to go out the window. But yeah, maybe you just so hear great that because, statement. See, I told you it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Come into yeah, your but, too, but right? Yes, but maybe One doesn't demand anything of your mind. Maybe mm-hmm. merely opens up a door so you can let more possibilities in. It's almost just like this awakening. Oh, right. Other things mm-hmm. can happen. Life changes. I still have hope. And that's why it's so light because it's just it gives you more air. It gives you more air in your brain and your heart to to contemplate other possibilities or just sit there and realize I have no idea what's going to happen but maybe it'll change, maybe it'll get better and maybe everything is still okay so it's really light and, and peaceful and hopeful and it, it's just a beautiful word mm. Well we kind of live in a scary time now, we hear it it's all around us, it's really hard for us to turn out of the fear sometimes into the positive and so I think your word maybe is a wonderful solution to sort of stop our minds and go, well, yeah, maybe. So I'm really excited for you to tell us how you've used maybe in your life as we go on to change. Your book is beautiful in the way that you demonstrate all the different uses of maybe and how you've used it. Now, you've used it with your clients right now, right? I I use it with my clients. I use it in my own life every day, every Mm -hmm. day. Uh, And and what's interesting is the places where it's helped me the most. Of course, when I first started using it, it just alleviated my stress and worry. Because when I would feel doomed or I would feel stuck, maybe would just kind of it like unhooks me. Like okay, I didn't get that client, but maybe there'll be more. Maybe I wasn't supposed to. So it, it gives me more ease and more opening, and and then I don't worry as much. But the interesting thing is the minute you stop all the stress and worry, you become more present. And that's the greatest Mm -hmm. gift of all, because when you're not suffering and you're not projecting 
and you're in more of this open space, you can enjoy life while it's happening. And I also truly believe it opened me up to more opportunities in my life because it was less yeah. chatter in my brain. Yeah. So for me, right. it's, it's transformed my everyday life. And in the areas of my life that it's helped me the most, I have to say parenting is one of the mm. places it's helped me, the, helped me the most because that's the place right. where we're always projecting. We're so afraid right. that our children aren't going to be okay. If they get a B, mm-hmm. how will they be successful right. in life? If they're being bullied, if they're unhappy. Yeah. And this idea has kind of given me a, a lot more room in my mind to parent because I realize that most of the time okay. I'm, I'm not upset because here, of the B. Allison, excuse me, but we're going to go to break and when we come back we're going to talk about the importance of this for parenting. Speaker and author Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. According to state troopers, here's what not to do when you get pulled over. Don't be a lachrymis and start crying right away. It doesn't help. But if you're under 20, crying won't be held against you. Don't ask for a break and don't yell or start any argy-bargy. And one trooper said, if they're going to flirt with me to get out of a ticket, it would probably insult my intelligence. But unfortunately, I don't get hit on all that often. So flirting or being a gill flirt won't work. Did you know that 15% of all drivers get 76% of all traffic tickets? And the odds of winning if you challenge a traffic ticket in court are 1 in 3. So what should you do when you get pulled over for speeding? Be courteous to the officer and most of all, be honest. I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to this segment of Second Word. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. My guest today is Allison Carmen, and she is an author, life coach, business consultant. Now, we have been visiting about and talking about the word maybe. She uses it in her book, The Gift of Maybe, to explain a way of transitioning out of those negative thoughts and taking the situation and opening the possibility of maybe with the situations. So, Allison, would you share with us how you move from a law practice into uh, your present life, which is life coaching and business consulting, and using this wonderful tool that you found, which was the use of maybe. How did that happen for you? Well, at first, when I started to play with this idea of maybe, it was my own private practice. I had no intention of sharing it with anybody because I would just use it in my daily life, and I would just feel so much more free and liberated, and it really started to change things for me, and, and I had decided that I was more interested in doing some business consulting instead of legal work. So a lot of my mm-hmm. clients um, 
had come over. I have an accounting degree, a law degree, big business background. So a lot of my clients mm-hmm. had transitioned with me. And then the 2008 mm-hmm. crash happened. And a lot of my mm-hmm. clients were entrepreneurs, and they were losing clients, and they were losing money, and there was no credit to be had. The banks weren't lending. And it was a time where it was, you couldn't see where things were going. And I remember mm-hmm. meeting with so many of my clients, and no matter what I did for them, no how many plans we made, we went over marketing, went over accounting, I couldn't right. get them to a place of comfort. And out, mm-hmm. actually, out of an act of desperation, I turned to my client, and I told the story about the farmer. And we started to talk oh, about maybe. It. Yeah. And it was that one moment where my client started to feel better. My client, who had, he had a beautiful store at the time, and he hadn't paid his mm-hmm. rent, he hadn't paid his home rent. He, he was literally weeks of filing bankruptcy. And we just started to disengage in this idea. He just felt doomed. And he, because he felt so doomed and he felt so stuck, he just wanted things to be the way they were yesterday. And they couldn't be. And this idea of maybe liberated him. It made him see that just because life's not working out how he thought, just because he doesn't have the answer, maybe things will change, maybe they'll get better. And again, it sounds so simple, but when you feel stuck, and you can't find mm-hmm. a way out, and there's this little word that gives you hope, it changes everything. And after oh, our yeah. meeting, he went home that night and said, Allison, I'm going to contemplate everything you said. And he practiced, like maybe, he practiced some exercises that we had discussed, and the next day he called me and he says, I'm ready. I'm ready, and he closed his store down, and he opened up an Internet um, company, and he moved mm-hmm. to, to Brooklyn, and he mm-hmm. actually now, right now, is one of my most successful clients, all my clients, actually, through the 2008 crash, they all stayed in business because they were willing to engage in maybe. And what it allowed them to do, it allowed them to hang out in the unknown without fear, without worry, mm-hmm. with hope mm-hmm. and this openness and this new perspective. So it was really circumstance that pushed me from this my own private practice of maybe to practicing with my clients. And as time went on, I, I started to represent not only businesses but individuals and artists and all different types of people, actresses, because we all need that. We're all afraid when we can't see the answer that it's bad and maybe reminds right. us that it's not. Right. Yeah. I love that story in the book. You, you tell some really interesting stories and examples, but you also had these wonderful exercises that you um, describe in your book as well. Um, is there one that you find to be more powerful than another one? Yeah, if you have the time and and you mm-hmm. have some space when you're stressed, when you're worried, when you feel life's not going your way, mm-hmm. take out a piece of paper and a pen and start writing. And the first thing I ask people to do is write your biggest fear down. I'm not going to be able to find a new job. I'm not going to be able to pay my mortgage this month. My child's never going to get into a good college, whatever your fear is. And mm-hmm. ask yourself, am I absolutely certain that's true? And most of the time, we don't know. We think we know. What's interesting is that we suffer because we think we know. That's where the pain comes from. We have no idea, but we're so busy writing stories of doom and gloom that we live in pain. So ask yourself, yeah. are you absolutely certain that these fearful thoughts are true? And if they're not, and most likely they're not, start writing maybe statements down. Start really broad. If you're thinking about finding a new job and you're afraid you're not going to, start broad. Maybe things will change. Maybe this is good. Maybe things will get better. Maybe all my Mm -hmm. fears are not true. And then get specific. Maybe I need to call my friend Joan at at that company. Maybe I need to go back to school. Maybe there's something I'm not seeing. Maybe I need to wait. Maybe I need to have some patience. If you do this for 20 minutes, after 20 minutes, you're going to feel lighter. 
because you're going to be challenging that one fearful thought and offering it a new perspective, a place where you could sit. And even if that fear still is there, you're going to have so many other possibilities. You're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel more open, and life will change. If we're open and we're ready and we're prepared for change, it, it always happens. So it just gives you more hope in any time that you're really struggling. And the exercise, I've never seen the exercise not work. It just gives you some relief. Mm. Yeah. Do you, I, you talk about mindset change, but is maybe a mindset change or is it just taking the stress off of the mind? Is that well, you could say you could say it's both. I mean, the minute... Yeah. You offer the mind. I see. It's it's so interesting. Is intellectually we know life changes, right? Emotionally yes. we can't handle it. Emotionally mm-hmm. we're just so afraid we're not okay. So when right. you when you start to engage in this idea of maybe yeah, it soothes the mind because mm-hmm. the mind now realizes it's not it's not doomed. That something else could happen, and maybe life will get better, or maybe I could accept the situation I'm in and still be okay. So yeah. It alleviates the stress, but it also is a mindset, too, because everything you do in life, the minute once something doesn't go okay or the way you thought, if you live in this idea of maybe, if you have the mindset of maybe, your whole mm-hmm. life is going to be different because you're never going to see anything as the end. You're always going to see everything as a beginning. Everything is hope. Everything is potential mm-hmm. for change. Every minute is new, and every minute has possibility. So it's both. It'll alleviate your stress, and if you mm-hmm. can live that way with that new mindset, your life's never going it's not really going to get you down the same way. Right. Yeah, I love that. It's really powerful because it helps people move through. And it, for me, it would just help my brain work to come up with right. options. Because my brain right. freezes. Right. Right? Right, it freezes because we're so afraid. And, and sometimes mm-hmm. there's just, it's unknown. Sometimes we can't know the answer. And what we do is we, we waste today looking for an answer mm-hmm. that can't be known. And that's why maybe it's so beautiful. The thing is that some people have faith. They were born that mm-hmm. way or they have religious beliefs, and they just yes. hang out in the unknown, and they're like, everything will work out. But if you're afraid of the uncertainty, it's so hard. If someone said to you, just don't worry. If you're worried, you can't just stop worrying. And that's why mm-hmm. maybe it's so beautiful because it allows you to access that place where people of faith have. It acts, mm-hmm. allows you to sit in the uncertainty of life. And hang out there. And if you're willing to hang out there, life is going to change. But maybe it gives you that platform. Because without maybe, how are you going to do it? You're just going to be so worried it's not working out, but maybe it's going to remind you, hey, that unknown, that's my best friend. If I'm not happy with today, my life's going to change in the unknown. So i got to get comfortable mm-hmm. somehow. And maybe it's going to get better. And maybe there's something I'm not seeing right now. And, and maybe I can accept this. And maybe, maybe, maybe. And the more we do it, the more our relationship with the unknown changes, and that's when we have the courage to start taking risks and really leading the life that we always dreamed of. Mm, yeah. I love the story that you share with us in the book about watching the, uh, was it Madagascar with your daughters, the movie? Yes. Yes, and that's, the that's magic a great story. Door. <laughs> yes. Well, what would happen is that. that story. It was so beautiful. It, it was really it, just. It, to visualize what's possible. You want to share yes. that with People. Yeah, no, it's a great it's a great story because there was sometimes <laughs> I had clients that would come to me like I love I love this idea of maybe Allison and they they wouldn't make any changes. And mm-hmm. I realized when I was watching this movie there was a scene where this lion got thrown out of the jungle through mm-hmm. through a door. And the door shuts 
and he's banging on the door trying to get back into the jungle. But there's nothing around the door. There's an entire jungle. He could have entered back in any place. But all he knew was to pound on that yeah. door. And that's what happens to people. They, they want life to be the way it was yesterday. But yesterday I had 100 you know, I was making $100,000. Yesterday I right. had these clients. Yesterday that product was selling. But today, today life is different. And if you keep banging on the door that's closed, we're going to feel doomed. We're going to feel life's not working out. But if you allow yourself to pull away like the lion, if you could have just pulled away, you could realize there are so many other ways life can go. We're just, we have to be willing to pull the door away. We have to be willing to take a step back and say, okay, this is how it was yesterday, but maybe things are different now, and maybe I need to look at a different place, and maybe I need to have patience, and maybe there's something else. So when you pull away that door, you see there's so much around it, and I call that that space the maybe, the hope, the possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do a visualization exercise with that as well. Is part of that, right, where they envision their other possibilities or their new life? Yes. What What you could do is you could actually what you could do is take that biggest fear and make mm-hmm. believe it's a door and put mm-hmm. it right in front of your face. And you're going to feel the panic. I'm not going to get a job. Um, yeah. I'm not going to have enough money. My business isn't working out. And you can actually feel panicked because that thought is really the thing that's driving you crazy, keeping you up at night. And if you're willing to pull that thought away and visualize it to a door and pull it away as far as you can, and, you, and you're going to see it in the distance, you're going to realize there's nothing around that door. It was just one, you were trapped in that one thought. You were trapped in that one fear. And maybe it can unhook you from that because it just allows you to see, hey, that's just one possibility in a world of possibilities. And it's just a reminder. All we need is a reminder. We always so, you know, the minute something doesn't go right, we, we just, we worry, we're doomed, we're stuck. But just maybe it's just this reminder that we're not. Yeah, yeah. I think that was... One of the exercises I thought was really good. Now, they're all good, but um, I don't know. I just thought maybe I need to go to more children's movies <laughs> and see the possibilities of how they exhibit those because you picked up on that so beautifully in your book and, uh, and created a whole exercise out of it for people, which I think is awesome. Now, when we come back, we are going to be talking about other um, opportunities and other exercises and ways that you've approached things such as getting your, moving your mind from dwelling mostly on the past to moving into the present and living in the present, the gift of living in the present. She also talks about building your courage. And that's so important as we go forward and we change where we are. So Allison's book is exceptional in that it offers so many jewels for you to put into your life. So I'm really excited that she has been part of this pro is part of this program today and we're going to come back and hear more about the wonderful exercises she's done and what the promise is in reading this book how you can get your copy so that you can start your work today so we'll be back shortly Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break.
If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. It's words you never heard. Do you like fair food? You know, loverworts such as corn dogs, funnel cakes, and anything else you could put in a deep fryer. Loverwort is another word for food that has no nutritional value. This year, I went to the Texas State Fair, where they were serving up fried King Ranch casserole, fried Thanksgiving dinner, and fried Nutella. The California State Fair boasts fried Krispy Kreme chicken sandwiches. What's a word for a person who loves a certain type of food to the point of madness? An opsomaniac. At the Iowa State Fair, you can enjoy a hot beef sundae. That's a big scoop of mashed potatoes over roast beef covered with gravy, sprinkled with cheddar cheese, and garnished with a cherry tomato to look like a sundae. What's another word for messy food? My wallet. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. My guest today is Allison Carmen, and she has introduced the gift of maybe to us. If we just step back and allow maybe to work in our life, then we can change some of the stress and frustration that we experience. So she's shared with us some examples of how to do this. But we had talked briefly about parenting. And, you know, as mothers, we always want our children's lives to be perfect, to be untouched by sorrow and pain and just those visitations of life that they really need to make and go through to develop. But how would you use maybe in a parenting situation, Allison? Well, you know, the Buddha said all desire leads to attachment, all attachment leads to suffering. So like you said, like you just said, we're attached to our children. And if we're attached, there's going to be some level of suffering. But if you look closer in that relationship, a lot of the suffering as parents that we have is not from our attachment. It's from our relationship with uncertainty. And what we do is that the minute, because we want so bad for our children to be okay, for them to be happy, for them to be successful, the minute something happens that we don't like, we, we just spin out of control and we start to project what it's going to mean for the future. If our child gets a B or they're, they're, they're failing math, they're not doing well, part of the craziness is not the actual B or they're failing. It's like, what's going to happen tomorrow? How are they going to be successful in life? How are they going to make money? If they're unhappy, if they're being bullied. So what, what maybe does for a parent, it allows them to stop the projection. 
It allows them mm-hmm. to realize, well, maybe this will change, and maybe we'll find our, my child will find their way. Maybe everything is still okay. And, it, 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 again, it sounds so simple, but the minute you cut off that projection of what this moment means to the future, mm-hmm. you become very mm-hmm. present for yourself and for your child, and you're going to deal differently because you're going to see the B, and you're going to see the failure. You're going to see, okay, well, this is what's happening now. What, do we, what could we do now? Maybe there's something to do in this moment. And also what it allows you to do, too, is sometimes we're so worried that things are going wrong and what our child's future is going to be like that we're not enjoying our children, and they're not mm. enjoying us because everything's That's about true. tomorrow. So maybe just That's gives so us true. hope and reminds us that maybe everything's okay. And it just gives us a looser hold of how we parent. And for me, I feel so much less stressed and worried when I don't take every moment into the future, when I see the moment yes. as it is. And sometimes there's no answer. And, and, so, and I don't want to give up any moment with my child worrying about what's going to be tomorrow. And this, this practice is not only just for everyday living. I've had parents with sick children, disabled children, come to me and describe to me how maybe has changed their life. Because sometimes mm-hmm. our only thing we could say is maybe there's something left for us to experience in this moment. And it's just a beautiful yeah. practice, and it gives parents hope and possibility and more presence. And I think it, it makes us happier as parents, but I also think it makes us better parents. So it's a really beautiful practice, and I think out of all the areas for me, that's the area that's helped me the most. I think as a parent, one of the most difficult things is watching your child suffer. But it's just so important that they go through those transitions so that they learn and grow and for us as you said we keep our mind open to maybe they need this as they're growing too or maybe this is a step or what is next so yes it's yeah it's interesting it, as yeah. parents that we take it on very right weird. and also that we give it to the children too mm-hmm. like like for mm-hmm. me like my p- children they could run into, you know, the bedroom, my bedroom and say, did you see there was a terrorist attack in Nice? Did you oh. see that there's Ebola? Mom, you know, global warming, what's going to happen, what's going to happen? And there's not mm-hmm. always an answer in the moment. And I don't want to tell them, oh, don't worry, bad things will never happen. Yeah. And, and the other time, I don't, I don't want to tell them, you know, they, but at the same time, I want to give them a platform. What if something bad does happen? I, I want to give them a platform that no matter what happens in life, they could become very present and stay open to life changing and maybe does that. I could say to them, okay, we don't have the answer to global warming right now, but it doesn't mean that things cannot get better. And maybe you're going to be the one who finds the answer. Maybe your generation will find the answer. Or maybe <laughs> something else answer, we couldn't yeah. imagine. Maybe there'll be an invention. So they're able to sit in the moment, see the problem, but at the same time see there's hope. And I think that's the biggest gift you can give your child is let them mm-hmm. see truth, but at the same time, let them see hope. And together, and maybe does that, and I really think that the children that are maybe thinkers are the ones that are going to go out there and solve a lot of problems in this world. And I think it's so important that we give our children that platform, that we don't make them rigid, yeah. that we don't make them think one thing or the other. We allow them to have strength and being open and hopeful. Yeah. We are their models. We model for them how they can approach life. And by implementing maybe into our lives and using it as a great way to teach our children. Right. Oh, they watch us. They watch every move. Yeah. Right? They watch every move. Mm hmm Now, I know you've addressed this with children, but... Let's take it back and let's throw it into relationships, a little bit bigger family relationships, uh, uh, divorce 
parents, they go through relationship problems, and also just just married life is is a constant give and take. So how do you relate? How do you address this into or use it in your daily relationships? Well, I think we become, just like we become fixed with our fears, we become Mm -hmm. fixed with how we see people, right? And we become fixed how the past was. It's almost as if we're so sure who somebody is that because they Mm -hmm. acted a different, you know, one way yesterday, they're going to be that way today. And it really, Mm -hmm. it, it suffocates our relationships. If we're not open every moment of the day for something new in our relationships, they'll always be the same. And it's funny, I can remember... Passover, um, not Passover, Thanksgiving, um, mm-hmm. my sister-in-law was coming over. And the last holiday, she was really stressed, and her kids were all over the place, and they were drawing on my couches, and she wasn't so nice to me. Oh, I remember no. I, was making, I was making Thanksgiving, and as I was making the turkey, I started to get uptight, and I started to get rigid. And I, I, I don't want her here. I don't want her to come. Blah, blah, blah. And then I realized I wasn't in maybe. I wasn't in maybe. Maybe she was really stressed. Her kids are young. Maybe it could be different this time. Maybe something else could happen. Maybe I need to cut her a break. And I, I just said that practice all day long. And when, when she got to my house, I was so open and I was so kind and I was so loving that when she was a little rigid because she was getting uptight about her kids, I was there yeah. for her in such a loving manner. It passed mm-hmm. within five minutes and we had a wonderful holiday. But had I been hooked, had I been hooked at this is who she is and this is how it's going to be, the minute she said something that I didn't like, I was going to go back to the last Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. I was going to just make it bad. And it's, it's just a simple example, but it just shows how my I was just so open and I was so in maybe that I didn't make her, the statement she made to me. Where's the food? Why is it late? I didn't make it. Well, that's how she was last year. I was like, okay, maybe I could be different this time. Maybe I need to show up differently. So it maybe does allow us to see every relationship as new in the moment. And it doesn't mean we're going to let ourselves be taken advantage of. It maybe doesn't make us dumb. If we keep our right. wisdom, it just leaves us open. It leaves us open because sometimes we're the problem or sometimes we're the person hanging on to what happened yesterday. And a marriage, every moment of a marriage, we have to be willing to be open and to be forgiving. And maybe it's a beautiful tool to, to say, maybe I could be different this time or maybe he'll be different or maybe we could just go out and do something new and give this a try. And again, it just it allows the wisdom to, to, to be there, the hope to be there, and to let the past fall away and let us be in the moment for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of times, and that was a beautiful example of those difficult family relationships that we all experience, that sometimes when we do <laughs> come into a situation built up with frustration, it's almost like we mirror it for those for our guests. You know, the sister-in-law, she would almost feel the intensity of our energy, you know, coming back at her. And it's wonderful that you, I want to say you almost sounded like you came from love immediately with your interaction with her because you opened up saying. Right, and maybe allowed me to do that because it allowed me to let go of the past. Maybe it won't be that way again. Maybe I could show up differently. So you're right. Instead of my fear and my anger, maybe got me to the place where I would be open enough to be loving when she would walk in the door. And sometimes that's what makes all the difference, that one moment when we first see somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful information and wonderful tool for everybody, no matter what the relationship is, whether it's a girlfriend, boyfriend, um, mate, 
parents, any kind, it's always a great tool to use. That's wonderful. Now, I want you to share with us how my listeners can get to your book, where your book is, how they can get more information, because I understand you write blogs for Huffington Post and Psychology Today and have great information in those. So how can we stay in touch? Well, my book is sold at all the major bookstores, independent bookstores. You could also find The Gift of Maybe on Amazon.com and all the other Mm -hmm. online retailers. My Mm -hmm. blog is AllisonCarmen.com, and I write a lot about spirituality, parenting, business. Sometimes it's about maybe, and sometimes it's about um, love and kindness and forgiveness and anger. So this is a lot on there. And as Mm -hmm. you said, you could find my work on a lot of major publications like HuffPost and Psychology Today. So I'm um, I'm pretty much all around the everywhere at this point. Not everywhere, but a lot of places. <laughs> a lot of places. And you also coach one on one, right? I do. I do. Um, I do business coaching. I do life coaching. Um, just really helping people. I mean, whether it's the uncertainty that you're dealing with with your business, your life, you're making changes, you're worried, you're scared, um, but whatever you're going through, I think that that maybe and some other tools that I work with are really helpful um, to help people. You know, we, we all want to be strong and we all want to be hopeful. And we all want to have our life a certain way. And sometimes we just, we need some help. We need a platform. We just need a little more courage to pursue the dreams. And, uh, and I just try to help people access the, the strength that they really have and to shift your relationship with uncertainty. Because if you think about it, our relationship with uncertainty dictates everything we choose, the job, the relationship. Yes the, the yeah. choices we make with our children. So that's the relationship. If we could heal that relationship, we're really going to be in good shape. Absolutely. Well, start. I'm going to encourage you to start with the book. Um, after you read your post in your psychology articles, the blogging, but the book has wonderful tools in it that you can start implementing from day one. So, and it's a fairly easy read. Um, so I really encourage you to go right after the show and buy that book because it's a great tool to help you start thinking, thinking about the possibilities of maybe the gift that it holds for you. So we're going to be taking a short break, and when we come back, Allison is going to share how she uses this tool in working in her daily life and how she could start, how you could start your day today from this point on using the tool of maybe. So when we come back, Allison and I will be sharing more about her wonderful work, The Gift of Maybe. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Living a life of possibilities, but using the word maybe. Living the life with maybe in your vocabulary is very important to you transitioning smoothly through stress and frustrations and relationships and business building businesses and creating that life that you want to live. Our guest today is Allison Carmen and she has brought with her a powerful book that I really encourage you to go out and get and start using it in your daily life. Now, Allison, I really am anxious to give my listeners a tool that they can use in their lives so they can start today implementing the gift of maybe. So could you give us a information about that? Oh, sure. You know, what, what happens to people is that we all want our lives to, to be happy and successful and, and joyful. And, and what we do is, is that's why we get so scared and worried when something unexpected mm. happens because we think we're not going to be able to live through it or we're not going to be able to make life the way we want it to be. And, mm-hmm. and so this practice of maybe starts with reminding us that there's more opening. And as time goes on, if you start to be a maybe thinker, then nothing's really going to bother you. And it's funny, Krishnamurti, this great philosopher, said, you know why I'm happy? I'm happy because I don't Mm -hmm. mind what happens. But the problem is, it's hard not to mind. How can we not mind we're not going to be able to pay our mortgage or or that we don't have enough money or that our children are not happy? So so maybe Mm -hmm. it's a tool that allows us to kind of stay with life as it's happening. And what I like to do when I get up in the morning, Sometimes I feel something that, that's on me that's bothering me. It, it could be from the day before, or maybe I just want to work on thing, something. And mm-hmm. I make a commitment. I make a commitment. Like sometimes, let's say, I was, I was going to, to an office. I would say, okay, you know, I, I always have trouble with my coworker today. I'm going to commit to stay in maybe for this one thing. No matter what my coworker says, no matter how, you know, they disagree with me, I'm going to be willing to stay in maybe and stay open and not get rigid and, and not feel uptight and just kind of stay with that relationship. Or I'm going to stay in maybe today with my husband, no matter what he says. Or I'm just going to keep this maybe mindset when I walk out the door and I, I take this half-hour walk. And what that does mm-hmm. for us, that commitment to maybe, it allows us when something, one thing happens that makes us uptight. Oh, like today's not happening the way I thought it was going to be. Or this is not right. working out. 
or how am I going to accomplish this? The minute you have that, that little thought about that subject that you committed to, you're going to say, wait, wait, maybe mm-hmm. this thought, these thoughts are not true. Maybe there still is something else that could happen. Maybe I'm not going to give away my moment. Maybe I could still be happy. And you're just going to maybe it out. So you're going to have this mm-hmm. lighter experience with that one thing you committed to. And that's, I think, how we start the maybe mind. And it can be simple. Maybe I'm going to walk a different way to work today. Maybe I'm going to have something different for lunch. Whatever you commit to in the morning, see if you can hold it throughout the day. And I, and I have to say, when I find when people start to do this, they start to mm-hmm. clear away some of the stress and the uptightness that they have in different parts of their lives. And it just, you know, the more you practice it, the more everything mm-hmm. is going to be, a, be about a maybe. I have this, this client of mine who's an attorney, mm-hmm. and he's maybe obsessed. It started that he was, had this really stressful case, and he mm-hmm. committed every morning, no matter what happens on this case, I'm going to stay in maybe, no matter what the judge says, no matter what the order is. <laughs> he started to do that. And the, mm-hmm. no matter what happened in this case, he just kept opening up. Well, maybe something else could happen, and maybe I could do more research, and maybe I could file another motion. And he ended up winning the case, and it took about six months. But that experience with that one case allowed him to start applying maybe to other parts of his life. He started to apply it with oh. his relationship with his wife. He started to yep. apply it with his other clients. So if we mm-hmm. could practice it in one area of our life, we can make a commitment. And when we start to see we have more ease and we mm-hmm. start to have more joy or we start to have more peace or less worry, we're going to start to want to be maybe thinkers. And so it, it's just kind of going to spread. So one part of your life, every morning commit. And I have to say when you start to see your life change, when there's more opening, less stress, less worry, you're going to start applying to other parts of your life. And then you will be a maybe thinker, and then everything changes. And you'll hang out in the unknown. And the more you hang out in the unknown, life becomes magical. I love that. You have a whole group of maybe thinkers following you. That's great. Yeah, that's what happens. Yes, and you know what's even interesting? This attorney, he called me up one day. He said, you know something? I don't even think of maybe anymore. I just, I'm, I am it. And I realized what oh. he did is he cultivated faith, which is unbelievable that you could take uh-huh. this cognitive tool of maybe, practice it enough, and then have faith. And just be uh-huh. so, uncom- so comfortable with the unknown, knowing that this unknown is your best friend, because that's uh-huh. where your life's going to change. That's where new opportunities are going to happen. And he just lives it now. And once in a while, he'll, he'll you know, pick up the book or he'll, he'll write uh-huh. stuff down. But most of the day... He's just thinking that way because he's seen the gift of it. He's seen how wow. it liberated him. It liberated yeah. him from a life of stress and worry. And he is a different mm-hmm. person today. And I, that was one surprising thing from the book. I didn't expect people to go from using the maybe practice to just have more faith in the unknown. And, and that's mm-hmm. what we all want. Mm-hmm. If we have yeah. faith and we're uncomfortable with uncertainty, our lives are going to, the quality of our lives, everyday life is just going to change. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really, if we could have that gift, that would be a gift, Allison. That is a maybe yes. gift to help yes. people. And that's, that's the funny thing is that's really the gift of maybe, right? It's not mm. maybe, right? It's yeah. the life that we have if we practice it enough. It's the freedom. It's the liberation. Every day mm. just to be free of all our thoughts, all our worries, all our doom and gloom, and just show up. Show up, be present, be hopeful, be open. And this, this little word is the beginning of a practice to help get us there. Right. Yeah. You uh, talk about in the book, I, I want to mention this because I do know that we spend an awful lot of time in, in the past, 
you know, dealing with what's happened as though we can't change them, you know, now, like your attorney was looking forward or opening the possibilities right. moving forward. But you also address in the book about getting out of the reverse, which is the past, which you can't go back and change the past. And looking at that as this, as if it was a gift of maybe in that this experience brought them to today. I love the way you wrap that around and turned it into a positive so that we don't get stuck thinking the past, the past. If only it hadn't had the past. But the past is always a building tool. It's like a stepladder where every rung takes us higher into grace. And so... I love that you spent time on that area because I think a lot of people stay stuck in the reverse. Right. Well, regret is one of the biggest stories that we tell. It's, yes. it's almost bigger than the story we tell about our future. It's mm-hmm. the story that we missed out. I cannot tell you how many people come into my office. They're 40, they're 50, they're 60. I missed out on the biggest opportunity in my life. I should right. have married that girl. I should have mm-hmm. went in business with Joe. I would have been, I had millions of dollars today. And the story of regret, it's such an easy story because we didn't live it out. We look at our lives today, and life has twists and turns, and there are bumps in the road. But the story of regret doesn't have any bumps because we never experienced it. So what I tell people is, you know, that's reverse maybe. Maybe it wouldn't have been good if you went to to business with Joe, and maybe that woman wouldn't have been the right person. You don't know, and maybe you would have, you know, went in business, it would have been successful, but you would have been at the wrong place at the wrong time. You don't know what life would have looked like because you never lived out that story, and maybe it wouldn't have been better. And maybe everything that's happened has brought you to this moment, and today you have the hope and possibility that maybe you could find the life that you want. And again, sounds so simple, but Mm -hmm. you're giving somebody a way out of their story of regret. There's no way out of it unless they're able to say, well, maybe that thought's not true, and maybe it wouldn't have been better. And it's, mm-hmm. it, I have seen people go from a story they have held on for their entire life and letting that go. There was right. actually one woman called me up and told me that her, her mother had this story that mm-hmm. when her mother was dying, that she left the room. So, and she, her whole life. She regretted that she left the room. Why did I leave the room? I left. My mother was dying. Mm. I left the room. I'm uh. the worst sort of this. And all my friend did, all this woman did, was, was say to her mother, did you ever think that maybe your mom didn't want you in the room? Mm. Did you ever think that maybe you needed to leave, that maybe that was for the best? And again, mm. it sounds so simple, right? It's just this one possibility. And I cannot tell you, this woman was liberated. She was liberated because she never gave herself another story. She was just so fixated. You know, she was a devoted daughter her whole life. She couldn't deal the fact that she left that room. And this little thing, well, maybe I was supposed to leave the room. And maybe that's what my mom wanted. Again, so simple, but Mm -hmm. her whole relationship with that moment has changed. A moment that plagued her her whole life because she never allowed another possibility. So all maybe does, it liberates us from the past. Yeah. You know, and even if we're so certain, even if we're so certain it would have been better, you could say, well, well, maybe I have an opportunity now. Maybe I can make my life work now. So maybe it just liberates us. And, and, and regret could haunt us, and it could hold mm-hmm. us back. And the mm-hmm. minute we say, maybe that story's not true. Right. Or maybe it wouldn't have been better. Or maybe I yeah. have no idea. It, that frees us. And with freedom, we have the possibility to find the life that we want. 
beautiful. I, I'm almost visualizing somebody with carrying a burden like that, the past, stooped yeah. over, struggling, frustrated. And with the maybe, it's like lifting it like a cloud that goes right. off of you. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, Allison, I can't encourage people enough to go buy your book because there's so much opportunity and promise and excitement about living in the maybe. So I want to thank you very much for being with us today so that my listeners could be exposed to this great information. Um, and again, how can they get to you? Uh, my website is, is mm-hmm. alisoncarmen.com, and if anybody wants to email me, my email is on there. Um, you could read on my website. You could buy the book at all the major bookstores and online, The Gift of Maybe, or actually read my writing um, many places on the web if they just put my name in. Yeah. Yeah, well, we so appreciate that you were here. I love this book. I love this book. I'm going <laughs> to, as you can tell, how many times have I said that this morning? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> But anyway, I thank you for being with me today and sharing this with my listeners. Um, Oh, Joyce, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, yes. You know, one of the best things about my job with this show is that I do get to meet people that offer so much promise and help to so many people. They write beautiful things. There's so much information out there for us to change our past, move into the future with positive uplifting promise that we can have the life that we were meant to live. Thank you for being with us today. I look forward to talking to you next week and we will hope that your week is full of promise and starting with your maybes today. Maybe today will open many doors. Thank you. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and 